You are now listening to I Am Vibrant, the podcast that helps you reboot your brain and reprogram your subconscious mind to feel good on purpose and create a life you love. Warning, miracles may occur. Let's join today's episode. Hello there, and welcome to the I Am Vibrant podcast. This is your host, Leah Lund, and this episode is first airing on Valentine's Day, on the Day of Love. And so I wanted to talk about love because love is often misunderstood and misused. So today I'm talking about true love, what the real meaning of love is in its truest sense. And my intention for sharing this episode about love is really to help you feel more peace and more satisfaction and more contentment in your life. Because when we misunderstand or misuse love, then we're vulnerable to feeling bad that we don't have what we think is love. And whether you're with someone today, whether you have an intimate partner or not on Valentine's Day, uh, this definition of love and what I'm going to share today is going to help you feel calm, content, satisfied, and a sense of peace that only true, true love can bring. So let's dive in. So there's a million and one love songs out there, right? And most of them do not describe love at all. So if you're paying attention to the lyrics ever on most of our popular love songs, um, they're really fear-based. If you listen, it's really a misuse of love a lot of times. Not always, but a lot of times. And at the core is that it's a fear-based thought. And fear is the exact opposite of love. When you mistake the meaning of love, it can cause you a lot of emotional discomfort because you're really operating from a fear place. And when you understand the true meaning of love, it opens you, it expands you, it relaxes you. Because love, in fact, is an energy. Love is a vibration, and it's a vibration of your energy at the very top of the emotional guidance scale. The highest level, purest vibration is the one of love. So you could think of love as our life force. It is the point where higher power comes through us. It is the point that we are so open that we serve as vessel or channel for higher power and spirit. That's what love really is. And it feels good. It feels true love feels good at all times because it is true and pure. And it is something rather than doing something. So a lot of times we use love in, as a verb, we use it as I'm going to love you, like we're doing something to somebody else or they're doing it to us. But really love, what I'm explaining here, it's a vibration. It's a noun. It's who you are at your very, very inner essence. So with love being the opposite of fear, I want to share two rules of energy because this is true of any energies and it is especially true of love versus fear. And the two rules, these are physics rules of how energy operates. And I just want to back up real quick and say, when I say that you're energy and you have a vibration, every single one of your cells puts out a, a wavelength and it's an invisible light wave. We don't see it with our human eye, but we feel it with each other all the time. And it literally is 
electricity coming out of each and every one of your cells. So we are electric and therefore we are energy. And that means that rules of energy that you would take from science, from physics, they apply to us as well. And the two rules of energy that I share to help you understand love versus fear is that number one, two forms of energy can't be in the same place at the same time. It's impossible for two forms of energy to be in the exact same place at the same time. And the second rule of energy is that like attracts like. So what I'm saying here is that if you are in fear, acting from fear, feeling fear of any kind, and there's lots of different names, then you can't be being love. And also, the more you are living as your true essence, which is love, the more you will attract that same vibration in others, not only in a significant other partner, but in everybody. And you will fill yourself up with this exchange of energy of pure love with all other people. So let's dive into understanding whether you're operating and vibrating from fear or from love. And what it requires to be able to, to gauge that is a curious, neutral review of your own thoughts, because our thoughts really do create our emotions for the most part. Sometimes there are emotions that are stored in our body from experiences when we were quite young, and that's a little different thing. And those we just get to recognize as an emotion and release them. But in the here and now, if you're feeling emotion, most likely there was a thought that crossed your mind before the emotion. And if you trace it back, you can realize, are your thoughts fear-based or are your thoughts love-based? So the word love is oftentimes misused. And the, at, at its core, so I'm, I'm saying obviously that it's an energy, but it's also an allowance and an openness. It's an open palm, it's not a closed fist with a grip on life. And allowance and openness is very different from how we describe sentimental love. Those love songs, they're filled with stories of sentimental love. So here's a few things to help you distinguish what I mean by sentimental love. Sentimental love is often love as a currency, right? It's, use, it's something you might use to trade. If you love me, you'll do this. If you love me, I'll love you. If you love me, I'll do, you'll do certain things for me or you'll give me certain things and vice versa. It's tit for tat. If you do this for me, I'll do that for you. That's using love as a currency, as a way to trade, almost as a commodity. And that's sentimental love. That's not your real, true, pure, vibrating essence. You don't give love to get something in return. You already are love. And you open yourself up and you allow others. You allow. And you allow them to find their vibration of love as well. You also don't withhold love as a punishment or as a manipulation. Because, again, that's just pinching off your energy, your life force, your true essence. And it's a very fear-based action. You might have been confusing love for infatuation or romance or intimacy or even security. And all of these are sentimental thoughts about love. 
they're making love a sentimental, conditional thing. And true love has no conditions, none. Not even the ones that the ego mind would say right now. You might have a resistant thought going through your mind to, she's crazy. Of course, there's, there's certain things that are necessary in order for love to be. But really, that's our ego mind coming up with fear-based conditions. Love is not something that you turn on or you turn off. So when we say things like, don't you love me anymore? Then it was never true love in the, in the first place. If it, can, if it can be turned off, it wasn't the true essence of love. It was sentimental. So love's not something that you give to one person, but not to others. You don't, we don't put these conditions on true love, like right or wrong, or good or bad, or liking or disliking. That's when you know it's sentimental love, it's ego mind-based, is when any of those conversations are in your head about rights and wrongs and goods and bads and liking and disliking. Jeshua and the Way of Mastery teaches that rather than try to fill your life with only things that you like and get rid of all the things you dislike, what if you actually release the habit of liking and disliking in the first place? How much peace could that bring you if you were open and allowed all experiences? Because that's the open flow of love. So love as an energy doesn't start or stop. You're probably starting to, to get a little clearer view of that now. Love as an energy doesn't start or stop or apply only to some situations or some people. And oftentimes we are trying to use it as that currency and, and make it conditional. I'll tell you a share a funny story. When I first met my husband, sometimes I would say, I love you to him and I would wait. And he would say, are you just saying that so that I'll say it back? Dang, right? <laughs> um, he was absolutely right in some cases, not in all cases, but I wasn't freely expressing the love that we are. I was trying to use it as an exchange. If I say it, will you say it back? And that will validate me and then I will feel better about myself or I will feel more, more secure. Um, so as much as that frustrated me at the time and it was hard to hear, I knew instantly that he was exactly right. And because I'd never com committed like this, I'd never been married before, um, I, it was a growth period for me, for sure. And I thank him to this day for pointing that out. And, and we moved on to very freely, if we were saying, I love you, it was a very free expression with no expectation that came afterward. Because otherwise, it's a bit of a manipulation, isn't it? It's a manipulation to feel complete and validated from something outside of ourselves rather than being true love. So this is where I'm saying it's an invitation for you to start to be really curious and have a neutral review of how you use love, how you talk about love, what you mean by love. Do you do, you do love, verb, or do you be love, noun? Because love is your design. Love is your true essence. And it's the heart of your highest, purest vibration, that highest level of service into our world. 
And it's so worthwhile, the journey to getting to true love. It might be a big shift for you right now, and that's okay, because it's so, so, so worthwhile. So 1 Corinthians, I'm sure you'll be familiar with this verse from 1 Corinthians, but listen to it right now as I read. Listen to it as if you're hearing it for the very first time. Love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Love just is. Peace comes when you let it be, when you let love be love. And it starts with you and your relationship to self. So self-love, this is not about, this conversation about love is not meant to bring you to judgment of what you've been thinking or how you've misused the word love. This is an opportunity to simply start choosing again, choosing differently and acting from true essence of love. And that requires starting with self-honesty, getting really, really honest with yourself. What have you been thinking? What have you been doing in the name of love? But it was really an attempt to be liked or approved of or validated from the outside. And accept that about yourself and then learn to shift into self-validation. But love accepts that you are worthy as is right now, just perfectly imperfect as you were born into this human body. You're perfectly imperfect. So self-love starts with accepting that. And until you treat yourself as love, I didn't even say with love there. I said as love. Then you'll struggle to treat others that way as well. And you'll, you'll struggle to have others treat you as love. So it starts with self-love and self-honesty. And speaking of that honesty, in his book, uh, Radical Honesty, Brad Blanton says, use your mind as an instrument for creation rather than as a defense system for your image of what you think you are. And I would add to that what you think you need to be. So true love, being love, includes and begins with self-love. And that starts with self-honesty and self-acceptance, no longer needing to do things as a defense of your image, thinking that that will, that will encourage other people to either give you love or not to give you love. We hold up an image of ourselves sometimes to, to earn love, to trade for love. But true being love starts with full acceptance of yourself. The I Am Vibrant podcast is brought to you by the Vibrant Woman Program. Hi there, I'm Leah Lund. And in our program, I help you reclaim your health, your happiness, your joy, 
your peace, even your fun and your adventure and your most vibrant self. You'll be guided step-by-step to take action, to break through mental, physical, and emotional blocks and subconscious patterns and programming so that you can be your best brain, your best body, your best you, and have your best life. For full details, go to onewholehealth.com or reach out through the podcast. Ask yourself, whenever you are wondering, am I acting from love, true love? Am I being love? Ask yourself, what was I thinking? Identify, what am I feeling? And what was my action or my behavior? And was it from love or fear? Because it's always one or the other, and it never can be both. And sometimes it's easier to recognize the fear than to understand the love. So ask yourself those questions. And when in doubt, the fastest way to connect with love, if you start to feel a situation is maybe causing you a negative emotion and you don't know what, what's happening and what to do about it, and you're trying to be your natural design love, but you're getting confused and you're unclear and you don't know exactly uh, which one you're being, the fastest way to connect to love is the breath because the breath is our life force energy. It's our connection to higher power. So if your thoughts are confusing or you're not sure where you are mentally, just connect with breath and you'll be closer to love than you were a moment ago. So I want to share some real life examples. I I realize that what I'm saying here is, is somewhat philosophical. It's deep. It's spiritual for sure. And then there's this practical part of life that we get to live while we're here as humans having a human journey. And so here's some examples of fear versus love that are pretty common and come up all the time. So fear, we're in fear. You're acting from fear. If you first go to what is different about another person and you react to it versus love would see what's the same about us. So when you look maybe across the political landscape in the U.S. right now, which is very heated and very polarized, do you see what's the same in you as that person, every single candidate, or do you notice what's different and have a reaction to it? That's one example of of love versus fear. Fear would have you telling somebody something or, you know, like my example of I love you for an outcome, for something back from them loving to get where love would have you complimenting or saying i love you or doing something kind for another without expecting absolutely anything from them sometimes not even taking credit not even letting them know it was you fear has you worrying about what other people think about you with love you just listen to other people without an opinion and you're not really self-focused at all you're focused on how can i serve Fear believes you need to take care of somebody else. In love, you know that they can take care of themselves. That's not what the relational exchange is about. In fear, you might dwell in indecision. In love, you take action in the moment because you're not concerned about the end result. You're not even focused on the future. You're in the present moment. 
Fear you judge yourself and others. Love you, accept yourself and others. Fear you wait until you're ready to do something. Why? To protect self-image so you don't fail. Love you, trust that the right thing will happen. So you're in an active state. You're expressing yourself. You're open. You're in action. Fear, you need the details. You need to know exactly what's going on. Love, you enjoy the unexpected. You receive it because you're open and you no longer have that grip on life. My clients know I, I use the symbol of a hand for this. Either we can be in a fist and that's a grip on life, or we can have our palm open, ready to receive, ready to hold another, ready to radiate our vibrance of love. In fear, you might make decisions based on security. In love, you make them on joy and exploration and expansion. For the parents, this gets difficult when we're talking about our children. So fear, you might look at your child's action as a reflection of you. In love, you're just curious. You're curious about your child's action and you want to help them understand it so they can be self-responsible and self-love and be that love that they actually are. Fear you brush off a gut feeling is insignificant. Love, you follow your self-loving impulse. I say self-loving because sometimes there are impulses that are actually self-destructive, but a true gut desire, heart desire, heart's yearn, when we're in love, we follow that. Fear you tell yourself that you should feel a certain way or not feel a certain way. And in love, you acknowledge every feeling that you have and you feel it and then you just set it free. Fear can sometimes be the pressure to think you have to do something. I should, I should, should, should. And in love, you know that there are no shoulds. Being is enough. In fear, you sometimes protect someone else, especially people that you love, by not telling them the truth. Love, you tell the truth because you have faith in that other person that they are love as well and they'll be able to handle it and they'll grow from it. So our love is we move toward things, we grow, we learn, we're open, we're vulnerable, we ask for help, we live in the moment, we're of service, we empower, we mentor, we connect. We just observe and evaluate neutrally. We understand, we have compassion, we're grateful, we have intention, we surrender, we take self-responsibility, and we're proactive. In fear, we might feel anger or sadness or shame or be defensive or deny or, or hide ourselves or retract and constrict and move away from. Fear puts us in the victim mindset. Fear, we see scarcity and competition. We fear the future. We hold on to the past. We think we need to use things or fix things. We withdraw. We punish ourselves and others. We isolate. We condemn. We try to control. We judge. We blame. We fight. We flight. We freeze. We fawn. We get jealous. We have an expectation. We attach meaning. We try to manipulate. All to try to have ourselves be enough rather than understanding you were born as love you were born as enough 
The final filter that I'll share here is when you're discerning, am I in fear or love? Actually, before I leave this final filter, I do want to also give some other names of fear. So on the emotional guidance scale with fear being the bottom, bottom, bottom rung, right there with it is despair, powerlessness, that's victimhood, grief, depression, insecurity, guilt, unworthiness, jealousy, hatred, rage, revenge, I'm going up the scale here, anger, discouragement, blame, worry, doubt, disappointment, overwhelmed, frustration, irritation, impatience, pessimism, resistance, even boredom. All of those are, are in the fear realm, not the love realm. And they're at different scale. And, and working your way up the scale, that's a whole nother conversation, but working your way up the emotional guidance scale is a way to raise your vibration, to open up, to be that pure love that you actually are. So in other words, when you move from hatred to worry, that's progress. So be gentle with yourself and allow yourself that journey and that flexibility. At the center, the, the crossing over point from fear to love is satisfaction, is contentment is allowing things to be as is. And then you start to move toward the highest vibration, which is love. And you move through maybe first hopefulness, optimism, a positive expectation, enthusiasm up to eagerness, up to happiness, up to passion, up to appreciation, up to empowerment, up to freedom, up to joy, ultimately all the way up to love. That's the scale. And the final filter I was going to share is, am I allowing or am I in resistance? If you evaluate your beliefs, your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions from that filter, am I acting with allowance? Then that's love. Am I acting with any kind of resistance? Then that's fear. Do I have a grip on the situation? Am I trying to manipulate it? Or am I completely just open to the experience? When we are open, when we are in acceptance, we are in that pure vibration of love and nothing feels better. It's the best feeling in the world. This takes some work and some practice to get there, but you are ready or you would not even be listening to this right now if you weren't ready to be your true essence, your true self, which is love. I look forward to your comments. As always, I'm here to support and here to be with you as the pure love that we're designed to be. Thank you for listening. I honor you for clearly having an interest in growing and expanding yourself or you wouldn't be listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you. You've been listening to I Am Vibrant, a podcast that helps you reboot your brain and reprogram your subconscious mind to feel good on purpose and create a life you love.